You are listening to the Behind the Lens podcast, a podcast designed to share stories of creators from around the globe as a testimonial to their successes and failures in order to motivate others to go after their goals and chase their dreams. She is an aspiring world traveler, photographer, and filmmaker. Today's guest is making a name for herself on YouTube. At the age of 15 years old, she has been honing in on her creative style and bringing the rest of us along for the journey. Today on the podcast, hailing from Scotland, Rachel Stewart. So why don't we just kick this off with, uh, why don't you just start by telling the audience a little bit about yourself and kind of give the audience a little intro into uh, who you are and uh, what you do. Okay, yeah, no problem. Uh, my name's Rachel Stewart. I'm a 15-year-old filmmaker from Scotland, and I kind of make YouTube videos between the life of like a travel-obsessed filmmaker who just needs to travel to survive, pretty much. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, I've I've went through and I watched uh, a lot of your videos and your enthusiasm and towards travel and creating content on YouTube is definitely apparent in the content that you're creating and posting on your channel. Yeah, it's, it's very much an addiction, I would say. <laughs> it's kind of just <laughs> constantly on my mind. I'm like, okay, where am I going next? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you posted your video, your first video back in June of 2016. But at what point do you think that you did? At what point did you realize that filmmaking and creating content on YouTube as a platform was something that you wanted to pursue and do more of? So that's actually my first public video. Um, if you look all the way back, I think it was Jen, it was about 2014. I think I uploaded my first video. And yeah, I mean, I think it was just a natural progression into like filmmaking as an outlet. I've always loved storytelling. Like if you look at old home videos from when I was like three years old, I was doing puppet shows and then in primary school, or I guess elementary school, uh, I was doing like story writing and I had a radio show when I was a bit older. So I think it's just sto storytelling has just always been a part of my life. I only kind of realise that when I do things like this and I look back. Uh, so it's not so much that filmmaking is like the thing that, I chose it's kind of more just an outlet I think it's more the storytelling and the adventures and sharing adventures is what I really love about it but I think it was when I decided that I was going to make my first YouTube video I vividly remember watching Jacksepticeye who I think is still quite relevant I just vividly vividly remember watching one of his videos and like at like 11 and I was like oh I could do that and then I just started filming gaming videos and then that just kind of progressed to these crappy little vlogs on my macbook uh, webcam and then we ended up here somehow yeah no that's fantastic I I went through and I watched your videos and just to see some of the the progression of the quality of the content that you've made as well as you sort of started to hone in on your process and how how you get things done um so why don't what goes into creating a video do you plan out your videos completely down to the script or you just kind of you know decide where you're going to be traveling and go from there it very much depends on the video 
uh, it kind of changes from video to video with videos like um, like my Stuart BTS series which is kind of like uh, going back to my old roots of vlogging that is pretty much scripted uh, but when you go to the travel videos everything is very much wing it and it's a case of filming absolutely everything then coming back home going through all that footage and just editing it all down and making some sort of story out of it so the only video I really struggle with planning planning videos I just don't understand how people do it and the only video I've kind of got a basic outline for was the uh, solo travel to Bridgevorky but apart from that it is very much just film absolutely everything and hope for the best like there's no full-on script unless it is a Stuart BTS video. Yeah no I completely understand that and you know you, touching back on what you said and just struggling to plan out videos that's one of the common themes that i found when i've uh, talked to other creators is that um sometimes advice that is given is you know plan out your videos and plan down your shots and stuff like that but that's one of the things that i struggle with and i've found that other creators struggle with as well is planning out videos um down to like the second because you know you could be out shooting and something could happen and then all of a sudden you've got something that you want to add in. So it's definitely easier to, you know, have a like a an idea or like a concept and then go in and uh, shoot a bunch and then put the story together from there. Yeah, especially with like, I think when you're doing travel content as well, because things change just so quickly. Your, change, your, plan, your plans change just like by the second. So you can't really plan what's going to happen during the day, never mind the video. So it's very much just spontaneous and you just kind of have to run with it. Yeah, even down to the weather could change. And oh, yeah. So you could be doing something different than what you originally planned. Completely, especially in Scotland. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the Northeast uh, here in the U.S. is uh, somewhat similar. The weather is kind of bipolar and does what it wants. Uh, yeah. Whenever it wants. <laughs> so a lot of your the content that you create is geared towards you know travel and you know your desire to seek and explore the world um when was the first time that you remember traveling and uh i guess a part two to that question is when did you first become obsessed with the idea of uh traveling the world so I am very fortunate that my family is one of those families that we take holidays um, or vacations every like, every summer. It's something that was just part of my life. Like we always went normally to France or Spain, and it was kind of the first. I just remember first going to Florida when I was like eight and seeing this like my first time in the US and it was like a completely different culture to Scotland and from such a young age just been amazed at this completely different world that kind of opened up in front of me and I think the first time I realised I was obsessed and the first time I really started to feel obsessed was um, I don't know if you've ever watched the show have you ever seen Departures? It just came out on Netflix a while ago um, I think I've seen, I've, I've heard of it, but I haven't actually watched the show itself. It's a, it's a great show, highly recommend it, but uh, I just remember watching that and it was kind of like, that's that's always, that's what I always think about. And it's realised, it was that moment of realisation that like, oh, this is something 
their life is just how I want my life to look, just constantly on the road and constantly travelling. Um, yeah, it's just, I think it's just, especially at my age, I kind of grew up watching the, the world of travel vlogging evolving as well. And I think watching like people like Fun for and uh, Ben Brown, that also kind of just put the idea of travel in my head. So I think it's something that's just always been ingrained in me. Yeah, no, I, I, I can relate with that. You know, I, my family, when I was younger, we sort of, we went on vacations and stuff like that. So I haven't been like outside of North America, I've been to Canada and stuff. Um, but it's definitely uh, something that I want to do is I want to be able to travel. So I can relate with the fact that, you know, being, having this idea and being obsessed with the idea of wanting to experience other cultures. Yeah. So you've run uh, a few different uh, concept videos across your channel. You have your sort of like your behind the scenes videos mm -hmm. and you also did a home travel, home traveling uh, series where you yes. um, went and you traveled to other parts of you know, your home and sort of looked at it through the light of uh, a tourist. Mm -hmm. What was the, how did you come up with that idea? And what, what was the, what was it like shooting that and, you know, sort of traveling as a tourist within, you know, your home? That still to this day is still one of my favorite trips I've ever taken. It's just, in both the light of the trip itself was amazing, and then the series I ended up making is still one of my favorite series, series, that word, <laughs> that I've made. Um, but yeah, for, looking, I think it's, I recommend that everyone does it, just going around your country, looking at it through the eyes of a tourist. You just see so much more and you appreciate your country so much more. Yeah, the the experience shooting that was definitely a unique one because before then I'd made little like holiday home video vlogs, but this was my first like if I could from what I can remember, it's my first major production of shooting a full on travel series. So it was like a massive step outside my comfort zone and especially when I got, ho when I got home from the four-day trip, I was so overwhelmed with the amount of footage that I actually left that footage for like three months and I only ended up um, I only ended up editing it during summer. But yeah, that is, that is one of my favourite trips I've ever taken. I was with my mum and just the whole trip itself, the whole idea of the trip, it just came from us brainstorming what to do for my birthday because we were going to do a popular hiking trail but uh, it was too expensive so we're like okay what's an alternative option and then we came up with this and it, no regrets I would take it over the hiking trail any day oh I bet it was definitely um one of the interest, most interesting miniseries that you have on your channel. It was fun being able to watch that Thank and you. sort of see how your uh, how your travel progressed over the, mm -hmm. the four episodes that you released on your channel. Yeah, it was in that series itself. It really, um, I kind of mark it as like the series that in my head and green that like this is it. Like this is. The whole time I was shooting, I was just so happy, and it's one of those—it's one of those moments where you're like, okay, this is this is 
this want I want this to be my life. And uh, from releasing that series, I got such a massive like support from the young filmmaker community, and um, because a big filmmaker he put it on his channel he was like check this out and all of a sudden I got this massive support for the series which really just motivated me so much more and I kind of I contribute that to one of the main reasons why I'm like here talking to you today yeah no I can understand how you get such a um, extensive amount of support surrounding that um because it, it looks like you put a lot of hard work into editing and, and definitely filming these episodes i think they're some of the longest videos on your channel to date um so you, i can tell that you definitely had a lot of footage and i'm sure if you were able to if you used all of the footage that you had they'd definitely be a lot longer um but i could definitely tell that you have experience in the storytelling as i went through and i watched these four episodes because these yeah, these four episodes, because they just progressed naturally as it went through all four and you got to see the progression happen on screen. It was definitely made it more interesting um, and maybe not want to stop watching them. That was something I was very concerned about because they are long videos. And I think you're right when you say they are the longest ones on my channel. So I was very concerned that you were gonna, people were going to get to like episode two and be like, okay, this is this is getting a bit repetitive here. Let's stop watching this. But everyone's feedback seemed to be that it didn't actually progress, which I'm really happy about because that was the main issue I was facing. Uh, so yeah, thank you for saying that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, just to rewind a bit, you said that you uh, received a lot of support from the young filmmaker community. And you also mentioned, you know, that you're 15. Um, so I can imagine one of the difficulties of, you know, traveling and creating content at your age is balancing your passion for filmmaking and your obsession with the idea of um, seeing other cultures and traveling um, with some of your other responsibilities, like you know, your education and stuff like that. So how do you find, um, how do you balance your education with your passion um, for storytelling and YouTube? And do you sometimes struggle with that? Struggle finding times to film and really sit down and edit? All the time. <laughs> it is um, a massive... I don't really have time for anything else in my life. It's either I'm sitting down editing or I'm doing schoolwork. Like, it's especially with the year I'm going into now where it's exams, exams, exams. It's, a, it's very much get your head down or you're going to fail. So you always have that thing. Like, I always find myself, like, a bit guilty when I'm, when I'm editing and my friends are like, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm editing. Like, what about you? And they're like, I'm studying. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> but uh, you you asking how... I balance it and I think the easy answer is that I don't it's very much just okay I'm not in the mood to study so I'm going to edit it's like I'm not in the mood to edit so I'm going to study um but yeah it's definitely I think you can ask any young filmmaker and they'll definitely say the biggest issue facing them right now is that they just don't have time and it is just a it's a massive constant struggle because uh, you're in school and you don't want to be in school you want to be outside making films and then you go home and you think you can start making films like no because I've got a ton of homework now and yeah it's definitely an issue that we all face like it's not just me 
and I'm sure you can remember when you were in school that when you were in school you just didn't want to be there you wanted to be doing something else and it is just very frustrating Uh, but balancing it you just I just don't think you can it's just lack of sleep and determination I think is the only way to get through an edit or to make sure that you're doing both decently well at least yeah uh definitely during the the school year um was one of the more difficult times to you know keep your head down and focus on school but also find time to um include your passions like photography and you know filmmaking and creating content for youtube so i can definitely uh relate to the to the struggle um that comes with that and trying to figure out the best way to balance it or like you said not balance at all and just go back and forth between you know what you're fe- what you feel like doing at the time So one of your most recent videos is you got the opportunity to go on your first solo trip, um, which I'm sure must have been extremely exciting. It was excitingly nerve-wracking. I remember being awake the night before and I was like, oh no, wait, what if something actually does happen? And a lot of my friends were like, my mum and dad would never let me do that. And I think what people don't realise is that it was about a three-day progress of me just constantly just bashing my mum and dad, just pestering them, letting me go. And it kind of got to a point where I made like a nine-point PowerPoint presentation of all the reasons they should let me go. And eventually I think I just wore them out and they were like, fine, just go. And yeah, it was, it was great. And now I'm doing them quite often. And yeah, I, I love solo trips and I understand why everyone else does. It's just so especially as like a child you don't get a lot of time to be independent you you don't really get a ton of time to think for yourself and you're in a you're in a situation maybe you've messed up a bit or like you've missed your train and now you have to use your problem solving skills you know like okay how do i how do i fix this how do i make sure that i don't end up in a bad situation here so really i would i know it's a gonna be a weird thing to say here but i would at my age i would let a everyone go on solo trips themselves it just builds up skills that you're going to need in your life yeah no that's definitely one of the things that um i'm looking forward to doing in the future i haven't had the opportunity to go on a solo trip but um i have had the ability to um since going to school and going off to college i've had the ability to go see other places um both in the state that I live and the state that I go to school in. So, you know. Oh, but if you, if you ever get trips a chance, are definitely exciting. I would go for it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet. Um, and watching your video, you know, to see your excitement and your, your passion for it was definitely, you know, it made me want to get out and go on a solo trip and, you know, make content about it and share my experience with youtube and the audience on there oh that's great that's kind of the aim that's what i always think that okay i want what do i want people to think what do i want people to feel when they watch this and i was like okay i want everyone to have the same experience i did so i want everyone to go soul traveling so the fact you just said that uh it's made me made me smile so thank you you're welcome you're welcome 
So outside of balancing, you know, your schoolwork and your passion for filmmaking and traveling, um, I definitely, you know, and all other creators can speak to this gear can be expensive. <laughs> no doubt it can be very expensive. So I think one of my curiosities, you know, going into um, want, doing this podcast with you, one of my questions mainly was like, how does someone at your age afford to, you know, buy gear or budget for trips and stuff like that? Do you have like a job outside of school that you also have to balance in between schoolwork and, you know, editing? Well, in Scotland, I'm not legally allowed to have a job, uh, although I do have a paper round, which is how I afford my trips, like my train fares. Um, and recently, I started to pay, I started a Patreon, which is also now how I'm going to start funding these trips as well. In terms of gear, obviously, like I'm very fortunate, I do have good gear. It's so like some people for Christmas or their birthday, they'll ask for an Xbox or a PS4. I straight away, I just ask for like a good microphone or like a camera. And yeah, I've been using the same camera for about five, four, three. I've been using the same camera for a few years now. Um, and it's just very much buying things secondhand, budgeting and asking for like birthday and Christmas. That is that's that's kind of it. it's it's not like i'm doing anything grand i'm just kind of saving up birthday money or asking for things for my birthday instead of other luxuries such as an xbox or a ps4 well that that's fantastic you know that you are able to use that as a way to fund your fund your gear and fund your trips like that um Congratulations on starting the, your Patreon account. Um, that's one of the things that I've definitely wanted to get to. Um, I haven't gotten to it yet, but um, I'm sure that, you know, you have a few of people from your audience that are, you know, pitching in and helping support you along your journey to go on more trips and create more content for them. Same. Like, <laughs> I, I started it and I was like, okay, this will be useful in a few years. And then within 24 hours of putting it up, I got two Patreons. And it's kind of just insane to think that people would donate their own money just so that you can continue making content. It kind of it blew my mind. So, yeah, it, it, it is mad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fantastic. That's a great way, you know, to be able to raise funds to budget for trips and budget for gear um and it's great that you know there are people out there that are willing to donate to help you continue to create uh your films and your content on your all the platforms that you create your content for it's incredible i'm so I'm like, i think i will just be forever thankful to these people it's just the support i get is just unreal Yeah, so you mentioned that you've been shooting on the same camera for the past four or five-ish years. Um, mm -hmm. So what what kind of gear do you use? So the uh, camera, my camera and my lenses are all Canon. I just prefer Canon. I don't really have a genuine reason. I just, as a company, I prefer them. So I use the Canon 700D. And right now I'm using the Vogue Video Micro. That's kind of my main setup and for lenses I've normally got the 10 to 18 millimeter on I bought that secondhand 
um, as well as the 50mm 1.8, the Nifty 50, infamous Nifty 50, and the 55-250mm to for telephoto um, shots. That's great. That's great that, you know, you've been able to buy some gear, you know, that's secondhand that's really adds to your gear kit that you can continue to use because I mean, as long as you take care of your gear, that should last for a very long time. So you've been able to get a lot of great use out of the gear that you currently own. And as you save up for more, you'll be able to get uh, a lot of use out of the gear that you buy in the future. For sure. That's the hope. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, you know, you're 15, so you're considerably younger than some of the other content creators in the game, or those, even some of those that are just starting, um, whether they be in the part of the no small creator community or p- part of the younger filmmaker community that showed you so much support um, before, if, if, even if they were on the older ends of the spectrum. Um, you know, consequently, you've given yourself quite a head start. Uh, and the ability to grow significantly. So where where do you want to see your channel go in the next five years? What are some of your goals for the future? Goals is definitely just to, I think one of my main goals, and it's not so much a number, it's more just to continue making content that I'm fulfilled and happy with, because I know that as like people's YouTube careers go on uh, they tend to kind of slip in a hole of trying to make uh, quote-unquote clickbaity um, videos and trying to make videos that they think their audience will like and and, and one of my main goals is to continue with the mindset that, uh, and remember why I started which was to tell a story and to share my adventures uh, but if we want to talk about numbers I guess I, I really would just like to hit that that 1k mark I think that would be um, pretty incredible just to see I would just be mad to have how many digits is that? What like four digits? Am I good at maps? Um, and yeah, I think it doesn't matter. I wouldn't mind any number. It's just as long as people continue to um, give me feedback and, and show their support the way they are. And they're just, uh, I, I've got about three hundred subscribers now, and everyone's just so. Anytime I upload a new video, there's just tons of new comments and tons of support so I think one of my main goals is just to keep that going keep the community growing and I would love to do a sort of like travel meetup at some point I think that's a goal for for talking about five years I would love to fly somewhere and have like like a few of us meet up and just go on a bit like a bit of a trip I think that'd be mad but yeah yeah so I mean you definitely have um plenty of time and the ability to grow your channel over the next few years, um, collaborate with others as well as continue to travel and see maybe some of the places that you haven't been to or revisit some of the countries that you have been to and see some things that you didn't see before. Um, So that's definitely exciting. And, you know, there are definitely, I'm sure, good things coming in the future for your channel. the content that you create is uh, it's great. It's very um, authentic and inspiring to those who also want to, you know, get out and do the things that you're doing and some of the stories that you're sharing with them. 
um, can hopefully inspire others to chase after their goals and their dreams of what they want to do. I hope that, like, I kind of, a main goal for mine, I guess, if I still want to go on that, is that every time someone clicks off my video, they just feel that, just that wee bit more confident in themselves and their goals and what they want to do in life and just, they leave with a smile. Like, I never want anyone to click off my video and be like, oh, well, I feel a bit crap now. It's like, no, I want them to leave with a smile. I want them to feel motivated to go out and just have some fun because life, especially at our age, there's just so much pressure on you. I just want everyone to smile and just have a good good laugh because it's cheesy and as cringy as what I'm about to say is. You do only live once. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... Um, from my experience watching your videos, it's never made me feel that, you know bad about watching your videos but you've definitely um seeing um your content and watching your process and your storytelling uh develop over time it's definitely um brought a smile to my face and see that you know there are others out there that are successful and successful in the fact that they're pursuing their their goals and their dreams and you know, you're definitely sharing that with the world and I think that'll bring a smile to anyone's face who watches your content. Great. <laughs> Great, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so what are some of the countries that you want to travel to? Um, you've been to... Iceland, like you said, you've also been to France and you, you've been to Spain um, and you also traveled as a tourist in your own country. Uh, what are some of the countries that you want to travel to on, or some of the, that are at the top of your bucket list of places you want to go? So my main goal in life is to visit every country in the world sounds mad but I just think it'll be such an amazing experience um, but me and my mum were talking recently about Greenland we think that would be a really interesting experience along with Norway uh, but on my personal list um, South America draws me in so much and I have no idea why but places like Peru and Colombia and Venezuela I think that'd be really interesting just so culturally different places to visit along with some uh, Middle Eastern countries um, and some countries such as uh, like Pakistan and India and going over a bit more to the Asian side I think that'd be really really interesting just as far cultural different as you can get I think it's really what I aim for it's just yeah just I think every country and I've just listed off like 20 there but yeah those are like the top right now That's great. Um, you know, having that passion for traveling, it can under I can understand why you want to travel to every country in the world, um, and especially being able to get out there and see other cultures, especially from within Europe, but also you know you've got South America on your list, and going out east to Asia, um, cultures differ from all kinds of different countries that you travel to. So everywhere you go is definitely oh, sure. going yeah, to 100%. be an experience. And there's definitely going to be a story there for you to tell and share with your audience. So what is, like, what's, what would you say is one of the 
best piece of advice that you ever received? Oh, the best piece of advice I've ever... Okay. Probably... Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> There's a few. I have a, um, a very strong belief, and it's very much a yes theory belief, if you've ever watched that channel, that uh, strangers are just friends that you haven't met yet. And uh, especially this year, I've been really trying to talk just to new people and just... Uh, kind of break out that zone of trying to stick to like my own comfort zone and I think the idea that strangers or just people or just friends that you haven't met yet it's just very ingrained in me it's just very much of a, a thing that I try and keep in the front of my mind whenever I meet someone new and uh, another one is the fastest way to make an enemy is refusing to understand them I think that's Something I try to strive for every day in my life, like especially in that, I guess you could say negative atmosphere. It's not really negative, but the negative atmosphere of high school where drama is just such a, a, a relevant thing. I try to remember that there's two sides to every story and if you refuse to understand someone, that's just an enemy. So like I'm trying to be understanding and trying to be open to every situation and everyone is kind of the advice I try and take in. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I, I'm familiar with uh, Yes Theory's channel and the content that they push out and uh, their desire to spread um, spread their stories as well as, you know, their motto, seek discomfort um, and create a global mm -hmm. community of people who, uh, you know, step out of their comfort zones and meet others. Yeah, they're amazing. I love I love the message to spread, and I just love the content they're producing as well. Yeah, no, the content that they they produce is definitely inspiring, um, and it's great to watch. Especially, you know, we can also get to see their stories and develop over time, and all the things that they do to push forward their message as well as meet others um, along the way and share their passion for you know, spreading love and seeking discomfort and meeting as many people as they can. And it really, watching their content impacts everyone that watches it as well as everyone that they meet along the way. 100%. They're definitely one of those channels that you start watching and you just continue to watch for as long as they'll produce content. I know that I can't imagine a time though that I wouldn't watch a yes to be video it's just so much positivity and just so much love in one video that it's just yeah it should be one they should definitely be one of the channels that just take youtube all the way <coughs> sorry coughing over here <laughs> <laughs> no problem so, yeah so outside of you know creating uh videos and you know editing and stuff like that and the filmmaking mm -hmm. side of things you're also a you're also big into photography um yeah you post a lot uh you post on instagram um some of the pictures that you take from your trips and mm -hmm. so i just have to say that you know your video your the photos that you take are just some of the some of the most eye-catching photos um you know you've got some the, I think the last 
photo you took was uh, a self-portrait of you, but you're standing underneath all of these tall trees. And it just, yeah. you know, just that perspective showed so much um, creativity within creativity within that photo that it was just it was great to see uh see that and some of the other pictures that you've posted um and watch your your grid progress throughout the seasons is uh just great you know you've definitely got colors that pop and uh makes me want to get out and take a, a ton of photos <laughs> wow thank you so much yeah photography was one of those things that it just kind of happened like um it just I don't know oh, what that means. Came on. <laughs> it just kinda it's just kinda came along with the video side of things and I think that anyone who wants to get into filmmaking should definitely try their hand in photography. It teaches you so much about framing and just how you should be framing your shots and how how you should be using like a single frame. Every frame of your video should be telling a different part of the story. So yeah, just photography was just something that ended up happening and people seem to like so I just kept on doing it that's awesome and I'm excited to see uh all the, the posts that you continue to post on Instagram um and watch them uh come through my feed so that's great um so where this is the point of the podcast that uh you know I'm gonna reverse the role a little bit and Ooh. I'll let you ask me any one question you want um, and I'll, I'll answer it. Um, you know, this just kind of, you know, so it's not just me asking the, the <laughs> questions, but allow you to ask questions as well. Okay. Um, all right. If you could do a podcast episode with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Dead or alive. Hmm. That's a, it's a tough that's one, a good isn't question. It? <laughs> ah, man. Um, dead or alive. Um, I'm going to pick two. I'm going to pick one person that's dead and one person that's alive. Um, if I could do a, pod, a podcast or do a podcast episode with someone that was dead, um, I'd probably have to say maybe George Washington first president of the United States. That's a good thing. Um, you know, to understand his perspective coming over and uh, being one of the first members to pioneer the U.S. Um, and if I had to pick someone that's alive, um, I would definitely pick Amar from Yes Theory. Oh, yeah. Um, I would, I just, you know, even if we didn't record like a, a, sh a strictly uniform podcast where I just asked a bunch of questions and stuff, it would just be uh, a great opportunity to be able to meet him and just uh, pick his brain a little bit as well as share some of his story and get to know more about him. Um, you know, he's come a long way since they first started the Yes Theory channel and to see his story develop over time has just been uh, great to be able to watch, but I definitely love to meet him and get to know a little bit more about him that's those are two good answers to that question 
Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, it was definitely a difficult one because there are a lot of people that, you know, I'd love to get the opportunity to sit down and talk with. Uh, mm-hmm. But if I had to pick two or even one, you know, I'd, those are definitely two people that uh, I'd love to sit down and meet and talk with. All right. So where is the best place for the audience to find you? Um, whether that be, you know, social media or YouTube, where, where, where's the best place for people to see and follow along of everything that you're up to? Um, probably YouTube. YouTube's probably where I'm putting most of my energy in right now. But if you're wanting daily, I guess, updates, Twitter. Uh, Twitter handle is Rachel Films 2014. Uh, but YouTube's probably the best place to get the content we're talking about today. Awesome. And I, I'll be sure, so anyone who's listening to this, um, all of Rachel's links are going to be down in the episode description below. So be sure to go click on some of those links and, you know, give her a follow and show her some love and support on everything that she's been up to and everything that she's going to be doing in the future. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, definitely. I, and just to f- follow up with this again, I'll say it again. Um, thank you for being willing to come onto the podcast. Uh, I'm excited to, you know, share your story um, through this medium and hopefully, you know, we'll get some people to listen to it. And from that, they'll come over to your YouTube and see everything that you're up to. Um, but just thank you for, you know, setting aside time to sit down and talk to me and tell me a little bit more about yourself. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to see uh, where this show goes. It's a really interesting concept and I'm really excited to see how this progresses and I'll be definitely following along after afterwards as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's a really exciting um, one of my goals with this was I definitely wanted to sit down and I wanted to meet with a bunch of creators from around the world and, you know, hear their stories and share their stories. Um, so it'll definitely be interesting to see and go along this journey and watch it progress over time because, you know, I want to be able to talk to people from all kinds of all different countries and from all different cultures didn't share their stories. So I'm excited to embark on this journey. And uh, thank you for being one of the people to help me kickstart this. Um, I'm excited to release this uh, and tell your story, have you tell your story to everyone else. Thank you so much. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story tagging at Rachel Stewart and at Aiden underscore Carpenter or leave us a quick review on the iTunes podcast app with your honest feedback. Have a question? Feel free to leave a voice message on Anchor or tweet me at Aiden Carpenter using hashtag behind the lens or hashtag BTL pod to be answered on a future podcast. To those of you already supporting the show, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, tap the link in the episode's description or visit anchor.fm forward slash BTL pod to become a monthly supporter for as little as $1 a month.